on the newest edition of the brand new retooled, reconfigured, re-energized Locked on Utes podcast, you meet the new host and you ask yourself, will he fold under the enormous pressure of hosting a daily podcast on the University of Utah Athletics program? This is coming up for you next on Locked on Utes. Your daily podcast on the Utah Utes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, good morning to you on your Thursday commute, or maybe you're at work, or maybe you're at home, maybe you're doing who knows what. It's good to be with you. My name's Austin Facer. I'm the brand new host of Locked On Utes. I'll tell you a little bit more about myself, but before we get started, we got to pay some bills. So let me tell you about our title sponsor, Bet Online. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. I'm going crazy on this. I'm throwing way too much money, not down the toilet, but into some sort of money making machine that makes it happen. Of course, you know, bet responsibly at your own risk, all that stuff. Bet online, though, should definitely be a big part of your game plan. Bet online where the game starts. So now let's get into the fun. You're listening to Lockdown Utes. It's probably been a while since you have. Uh, there hasn't been a new episode of Lockdown Utes in quite some time. Uh, our The former hosts, Jake Hatch, uh, Sammy Mora, Brian Brown, have stepped aside to pursue other projects. Uh, that made an opening for me to join the show, and I'm excited to do so. My name is Austin Facer. If you're a fan of the University of Utah Athletics program, the last name Facer probably sounds familiar. My father, Dirk Facer, covered the University of Utah for the uh, Deseret News for about, ooh, what was it? It was about 17 years, I believe. His first season covering the team was Urban Meyer's first year at the helm. I believe that was 2003. Um, he covered the team all the way through, uh, you know, kind of a, through, uh, shoot, when was the last year? I think it was... It was just before the 2020 season started. So he was uh, unfortunately uh, uh, let go due to COVID issues, but he's still covering the team. Uh, he's still uh, happy to do so. He's still a big part of the Utah athletics community. He's doing uh, some some work right now for, for Ute Zone. But as for me, um, you know, I, I've always been a big fan of my dad's work and uh, the the job he does and a big part of that is because he would uh, bring me around with him to University of Utah football practices and games literally almost every day of my childhood. Um, I remember he would take me to, to practice to, you know, watch him work, you know, watch him interview the players and coaches after uh, practice. And, you know, I got, I got to, you know, be a, a little bit of an acquaintance, I guess, with, with Urban Meyer. I remember, um, you know, his last practice with Utah before the uh, 2005 Fiesta Bowl. He actually handed me uh, a letter, a note that he had written for me that just said, "Hey, you're a nice 10 year old kid. It was it was a pleasure getting to know you. Um, you know, come see me in Florida." That's actually what he wrote on that letter. I, I'll show you guys this letter sometime. It's one of my favorite personal treasures. But anyway, yeah. So that's just a bit about me. Um, you know, uh, obviously. Uh, really excited to be doing the show. Um, I, I do have a, a bit of experience covering the Utes myself. Um, I'm 29 years old right now. I've spent a few years in the journalism industry. I'm in a place in my life right now where I can uh, dedicate some time to a, a new hobby, and I think Lockdown Utes is going to be a great thing to do. Um, it's going to be a great place to authoritatively speak about the Utes and um, and have some fun, too. I'm, I'm really excited about what the Lockdown 
podcast network is doing. Um, I'm a former intern of David Locke. Uh, so I'm very familiar with uh, the network, what it does, what uh, David Locke has been trying to accomplish. I couldn't be a bigger fan of David. I think he's one of the most, uh, you know, intelligent, you know, brilliant uh, podcasters, analysts, broadcasters, sports media people that I've ever worked with. And I've worked with a lot. So you can believe me on that. Uh, so it's again, it's a big thrill to be with the Lock- Lockdown Podcast Network. Um, the show is going to be a little bit different than how it was in the past when uh, it was hosted by Jake and Brian and Sammy at times. Um, I th- what we're going to go for, we're going we're gonna to go for a show that's a little bit more digestible on uh, the morning commute. That's kind of my goal. I'm trying to get this out every morning uh, just in time for you to head off to work or wherever it is you go during the week. Uh, it's going to be a much shorter show. Try to keep it uh, less than 30 minutes. But we're going to pack it full of really good content. There's not going to be any fluff. There's going to be plenty of analysis, insight, commentary, opinions. I'm going to share my opinions a lot because uh, that's a freedom that I uh, believe very strongly in and something that I uh, am definitely going to do and, and enjoy doing. And guess what? If you think I'm dumb, if you think I'm stupid, you're encouraged to do so as a listener of the show. You feel free to chime in on social media. You can call me out. I don't really care. You can't hurt my feelings, so you might as well do it. Um, other things that I want to do with the show, I think uh, getting the old man involved would be a lot of fun. Um, this could be a weekly component, could could be something less frequent, more frequent. We'll just have to see what his schedule looks like. I no longer live in my parents' house, so that's uh, a little bit a uh, little bit harder to do, but uh, we'll we'll see how that works out. And uh, again, yeah, I hope this can be an, an interactive enjoyable program for everybody. Um, there's a lot of excitement going on around about the university of Utah, uh, football program. Uh, there uh, other athletic programs around the, the university are also in, enjoying a lot of success. And I think that's going to be a lot of fun to talk about. And guess what? On those days when they don't enjoy success, we're going to talk about that too. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, again, you know, just, uh, I'm a graduate of the university of Utah, um, graduated in 2016. I wrote for the Daily Utah Chronicle. I've written for some other local publications about the Utes, all, all these uh, different teams in the area. So you can trust me when I tell you that I have an idea of what I'm talking about, okay? Just believe me, all right? Can you just believe me? Give me a chance, all right? So that's just a little bit of introduction about myself, um, how, what the show is going to look like. What I want to talk about next is something um, that might affect a lot of the pocketbooks of Utah fans moving forward. Uh, Season ticket info was released, uh, renewal information at least, and we're going to talk about what it says about the direction of the football program and perhaps the uh, entire athletics program as a whole. So we'll get right into that. But first, let's go into, uh, uh, let me tell you a little about my friends over at Athletic Greens, okay? Athletic Greens, they're going to give us a really sweet deal to Locked On Podcast listeners. Athletic Greens is going to give you a one-year free supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you've got to do is visit athleticgreens.com college. Check them out. It's a great deal. Really appreciate the support of Athletics Greens. Uh, I can't guarantee it'll make you more athletic. Um, I certainly don't see how it could make you less athletic. So definitely worth giving a try. Go go see your friends over at Athletic, athletic Greens. Again, it's visitathleticgreens.com slash college. So like I was saying, uh, uh, if you're a season ticket holder of University of Utah football games, home football games at Rice Eccles Stadium, 
chances are you received an email on Wednesday. An, an email was sent to season ticket holders on Wednesday asking for a renewal and explaining what the process is going to look like. And it might be surprising to learn in additional information that a lot of the seats around the stadium, I think nearly every seat in the stadium, is going to see somewhat of a significant increase in price, right? So this is, according to the University of Utah Football Program, this is the first price increase in a few years. And basically what it looks like, looks like the starting price for season ticket holders, it's going to be $350 a pop, a seat, right? So, but, but the way they kind of, I guess, justify this or explain this to season ticket holders is they they say that they went through a, some sort of consulting process where they, they looked at the numbers, they looked at the prices of other Pac-12 programs and other comparable programs throughout the country before arriving on these new prices. So there, there's some, while that may seem like uh, it's like, you know, they're taking advantage of, you know, their good fortune lately of, you know, having a very good program. And I guess that makes sense to a degree. I mean, got to strike while the iron's hot to get people to the, to the big show, the big show in Salt Lake university, Utah football games. Uh, there's some things that they've, uh, they've made clear about the, the price adjustments. Okay. So apparently the athletics program consulted with an outside partner to conduct a comprehensive study of pricing and found that our 2021 tickets were 24% below the average season price of Pac-12 peers. So they're saying, hey, we were already very cheap. We were the best deal in the Pac-12, right? And this is what this is the next point they make. Even with the increases for 2022, our prices still rank in the middle of the Pac-12. And hey, we're the best team in the Pac-12. You're paying middle of the Pac-12 prices. I call that a good deal. That's essentially what, what they're saying there with that statement. The required donation and seat costs together still range up to 29% below our conference peers and remain one of the most affordable options among all Power 5 programs. So they, they said the same thing twice there. Uh, the majority of season ticket prices will be 10 to $12 per game, and 8.7% of seats will actually see a decrease in costs. So I guess it really depends on where you want to sit. You want to get a little bit closer, you're going to pay a little bit more. Maybe if you want to move back, you'll pay less. I guess that's kind of what they're saying. But it looks like the new pricing structure is going to start at an affordable, fan-friendly fan $350 base option throughout the stadium. They've got 15 different options. And uh, their premium seats in the new Ken Garth Red Zone and Scholarship Box will remain the same. So uh, I'm interested to know uh, what you guys think. Um, I think um, it's certainly an indication of where the program is or where the football program is. The, what is like I said, it, they feel like they're putting out a very good product on the field, a product that a lot of people want to see. The stadium right now is unbelievable. I remember going to games when I was younger and I thought, Hey, this is, this is kind of fun. You know, it's kind of a very cooker cookie cutter kind of, you know, boring at times stadium. But uh, you know, as long as you watch the game, it's fun. But there, are, there's a lot going on in that stadium. I think they've got an incredible sound system. The video boards are great. Um, the atmosphere is incredible. I really, really loved seeing how they closed off the ring at uh, the lower bowl with uh, the uh, the renovation in the south end zone. So, it, I mean, there, it's it's a really good atmosphere. And and I guess to the University of Utah's point, you know, where they're putting out a, a premium product on the field as well. They're putting out Pac-12 championship level football. 
but they're going to sell it to you at middle of the pack price. That's, that's kind of the, the pitch there. And w- whether or not, you know, the fan base will respond favorably to that, I don't think that's really uh, something they're worried about. I, I, they've sold out 70 consecutive games. I'm sure they're going to get 71. I'm sure they're going to get 72. I'm sure they're going to get as many sellouts as they want for the foreseeable future. I, 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 I think, to, to, to my point earlier, I think, you know, they're just, it, it makes sense that they would raise the prices because they're doing it. You know why? And I, I say this every time Disneyland raises their prices too. They're doing it because they can, because they know people will pay for it. That's, that's just the reality. They, they know that some people are going to gripe. Some people are going to complain about, you know, how much it's going to cost to go to a Utah football game now. And by the way, from what I've heard from seen from other um, documents, one that was kind of circulating on social media, it looks like the cheapest ticket to get into a single game now uh, is going to be around a hundred bucks just for a single game ticket. That's just to get in. I don't know if that's, I don't think that's standing room only. I think that's going to, you're going to have a seat in the bleachers. Um, but again, they're pay, they're raising the prices because they can, because they know people will pay them. And, you know, I can't, I can't blame them at all. I, th- I think, I think it's, I think it's a smart move by the university of Utah, you know, whether or not it's incredibly fan friendly, doesn't matter. You know, I mean, if, if, if you don't like it, there are plenty of other ways to enjoy a university of Utah football game, go to a bar, stay at home. Sometimes I don't even mind staying at home watching games. I hate paying for tickets. I'll tell you that. Yeah. You, you know, just as much fun watching, uh, at home, you know, having a drinky winky, all that kind of stuff. But I do think this is an interesting dichotomy or, or, or comparison we can make with the men's basketball program. I guess the women's basketball program to a degree, but the, mostly the men's basketball program. Obviously, they play in the Huntsman Center. Uh, and I'll, uh, looking at some Pac-12 attendance figures, I was really surprised to see that the University of Utah actually was kind of middle of the pack. I was expecting them to be a little bit lower just based on what we've all seen at, you know, at running Ute games and all that. I was expecting them to maybe be, you know, hey, bottom two or bottom three, but that, that wasn't the case. You know, University of Utah is actually about middle of the pack. Um, they rank um, behind Colorado, ahead of Oregon, which I thought was surprising. But this is what you got to keep in mind. They, universe, the University of Utah averaging 6,400 people a game, right? They play in a 15,000-seat arena. And when it's not full, or when it only holds 6,400 people, it shows. It shows a lot. And if you've been to a game lately, you've probably noticed that, you know, they've they've had to curtain off the uh, the upper level. And even the, the lower bowl is not particularly well filled in. And I think it, it really just goes to show that while the football program is raising the prices of their tickets. They're, they're expecting more sellouts. Um, the men's basketball program is struggling to fill even half of their building. And I, th- I think that speaks to two things. I think that speaks to where both programs are headed uh, or have been recently, I should say. You know, the football program has definitely ascended to, to championship level. Basketball program has been on the 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 rebuilding stage we'll say generously uh, for a few years. I think it also speaks to the state of college football against the state of college basketball. So I, I think that's, that's just something interesting to consider when you think about those two things. 
But again, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, the University of Utah, uh, they've got a they've got a you know great home schedule. Um, I'm I'm really looking forward to some of their home games, and I'll I'll really tell you why. I think they're going to have some of the best uniforms in the country, as they always do, especially because of their helmets. I'll tell you all about these helmets they're going to be wearing next year. But real quick, I just want to remind you one more time about Bet Online. BetOnline.net. Remember, it's .net, not .com. .net has you covered the season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts, right? So, one thing that's a pretty safe bet, though, if you ask me, is how cool will the University of Utah's uh, football uniforms be in 2022? And let me tell you, we got a little sneak preview of it. During the Forever 21 documentary, they aired their final episode um, this week. Again, uh, I haven't seen the show. I haven't seen any of the parts of it. I've been busy with other stuff. I think that's maybe something we can do as a podcast. We can do a watch along. Um, you know, I'll, I'll watch it. I, know, I think there's like five or six uh, seg- segments. So I'm happy to watch a segment. We'll review it the next day. Something that I probably would have done had I taken over the show earlier. But, you know, timing is everything and... Sometimes it's just not in the cards. But anyway, um, you know, obviously it's a very an emotional documentary from from the, the what the title suggests, Forever 22. It's very much about, you know, the, the season that was last year, the, the, the obstacles, the adversity that the, the football program had to overcome on their way to, to playing in the Rose Bowl. Most notably, you know, obviously the losses of uh, Aaron Lowe, and Ty Jordan um, being incredibly sorry. This kind of gets me a little choked up bit to talk about, but uh, this being a, a very incredibly difficult circumstances to overcome. And I, I've, I've written about this for the blog that me and my dad do. This is the place sports.com. I really think when you consider the mental and emotional obstacles that the, that the Utes had to overcome last year, this really was one of the best sports stories in the history of the state in the history of sports in Utah. I think there are few stories better than, than the championship run by the, by the 2021 Utes. So, you know, I, I think this documentary, I'm sure did a great job of capturing it. I think all the behind the scenes footage behind the scenes footage is likely incredible. Um, but I, I did see a little, teaser a little portion of it that I, I that really kind of it got the waterworks going a little bit you know and it, it, when you just think about in what the University of Utah wants to accomplish with their uniforms right we've seen them they 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 do a really good job of telling stories with their uniforms we've seen this countless times especially with the hand-painted helmets that's been a real common theme of the University of Utah over the last few years. They've had those gray throwbacks uh, with the hand-painted helmets, uh, the ones with the, the hands throwing up the U, the, the Red Hawk wings and the feathers. Last year, the, the USS Salt Lake City uniforms were spectacular. The helmets really have been the cherry on top. And we got a little bit of a, a sneak preview of what the, the Utes are going to wear in 2022. Um, it's, it's just this unbelievably gorgeous hand-painted helmet. It's going to have a, a portrait of Aaron Lowe on one side, Ty Jordan on the other with the uh, Forever 22 logo 
on the back. And um, I'm sure whenever they wear it, that, that, that date wasn't announced, but whenever that date happens, when the Utes uh, take the field in those uniforms um, with those helmets, uh, I, I, I cannot imagine how emotional that's going to be. That's going to be something just unforgettable. And I know they'll probably have their, their moment of joy, uh, moment of loudness for both Aaron and, and Ty. And just the way they've um, not only overcome the, uh, the challenges with their play on the field, uh, obviously they're the, they're the freaking champs. They're the reigning champs. And that's something to, to be really proud of and to really admire. But the way they've also continued to tell Aaron and, and Ty's story and, and honor them with, with the scholarships, with uh, documentary series, um, Kyle Whittingham said he's going to retire that number. He's not going to allow anyone else to, to wear that number. I imagine that'll extend into whoever uh, the next coach is and, and then you know probably uh, from here on out kind of thing. The 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 sec the section at uh, Rice Eccles Stadium section twenty two that's also been memorialized. I think the these helmets are going to be a real treasure for the University of Utah. I'm sure, you know, if if they're up made available for auction or donation by Crimson Club members, they'll be highly desirable. And and I really think there'll be uh, some waterworks, some tears when the when the Utes take the field in those helmets. So. That was just something really cool I saw. If you if you get a chance to see Forever 22, I think you see it near the end. Um, or you can skip ahead, cheat like I did. Uh, I believe Steve Bartle of Ute Zone uh, tweeted out a, a video of uh, him watching the documentary and a, a little teaser of the those helmets. So I would recommend checking that out. But again, hey, the, the, again, this has been the first episode of the retooled, reimagined, locked on Utes. I really appreciate you for tuning in. If you made it this far. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Please leave a, a review. Uh, Five-star review would be amazing. Give me whatever I deserve, though, to tell you the truth. Um, you know, uh, Just so you know, we're going to have you know a video element coming up. This is going to be a daily thing on weekdays. Uh, it might be a little less frequent in the offseason, just depending on, on how things go. But definitely when we get into to fall practice, when we get into football season, we're going to be locked and loaded we're going to be five episodes a week so stay tuned subscribe if you haven't already and thanks again for tuning in to locked on utes you are locked on utes your daily podcast on the utah utes part of the locked on podcast network your team every day